This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In five, four, three, two, one. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. I am your co-host, David So. And I am your other co-co-co-host, Joe Jitsukawa. And today we have this marvelous guest by the name of Khalif Boy. <laughs> you say marvelous Miss Maisel or something. I yes, heard what's somebody up? Yeah. say marvelous about somebody in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We have this marvelous, marvelous guest. <laughs> Hello, marvelous guest, Khalif Boy. Yes. Hey, man, there's a lot of words in a dictionary. We got to use them or else they go to waste. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know what else? thinking about the other day remember when we were in japan so so when joe and i were in japan we did the samurai class there, there was this guy that was the instructor he was one of the fucking funniest dudes i ever met in my life like we didn't expect this guy to be the way he was because you know when you like samurai is supposed to be like very like strong manly type of shit which he which he was like compared to what we were doing he was fucking dope but the way he would explain things was fucking hilarious like if he wanted us to do something that was manly, he would make a manly voice. And if he wanted us to do something feminine, he would do a feminine voice. He goes, if you have a sword, don't be strong like a man like this. But don't be like a gentle girl like Yang. This was crazy, dude. He's just putting the right kind of amount of energy into it. I guess like uh, he, it's, he's a theater actor. <laughs> right? Yeah, the, the the samurai school we went to is like samurai theater. Mm. So they're like, basically what they were explaining is the art of sword fighting and shit like that. Mm. After there was no need for samurais, samurais didn't have work. So then they got into theater. Oh, that's like for real, for real, huh? Yeah, so they, they, they have real techniques of like fighting and shit. And I was also like a way for samurai to express themselves like artistically oh yeah so then a lot of those moves that we're learning that shit's like real sword drawing samurai shit oh shit yeah i was falling asleep because i was so exhausted you know what's like what it's like <laughs> it's like um it's like a kung fu show or like wushu mm. you know how it was like re- supposed to be kung fu kung fu and then yeah. it turned into like theater or whatever oh like a performance art yeah so that's what we we took at the samurai class oh that shit makes yeah. sense that shit was fucking fun though it was surprisingly fun how long was it it's like what 30 40 minutes man it felt fast yeah, but i think quick. yeah it yeah, could so have been fun. an hour <laughs> they got to we got to dress up in the whole garb and everything dude we all how, look fucking dope like how, how, i wish we could dress like that on a daily <laughs> <laughs> only in the winter though <laughs> but it takes like two people to put it on you though yeah uh, just like that. you cannot put that shit on by yourself but you look like a boss man it's like you got these big ass skirt pants and like this fucking robe and and then you walk around with a sword I just feel like I look like some dude with just like two Japanese hookers at me all the time, just waking me up by sucking my dick. How 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 heavy would you say that the uniform was? 
Oh. Not as heavy as I thought it would be, but it's pretty yeah. heavy. <laughs> uh, the one that we wore was like a cheaper, lighter version. Like it's a show version. Mm. I wore an actual uh, one when heavy. I took photos with Jess. Yeah. It's pretty thick, man. It's layers too. Mm. It's hot as hell. And it feels like you're wearing a male corset. Oh, shit. So it's like tight. Like yeah, stitched, it's, like, it's tight. It's, yeah. Wow. I mean, because they didn't have like belts, I guess, back then. So you just got to tie a bunch of fucking knots everywhere. Because we did a tea ceremony out there too. Yeah, and we had in the uniform. No, in a different. We dressed up in yeah, in something oh, else right, too. Right, but right. those were like the cheaper versions of it, like the lighter versions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because all the girls' kimonos were like they were like thinner and like I don't know, like the one that Jess was wearing in a photo shoot. That was a legit one, and oh. that shit looked crazy. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys go to any of the like puppet shows? Because I know like that whole scene is so crazy. I remember this book I read called The Master Puppeteer. Like a traditional puppet show? Yeah, like no, we, we didn't. We, like the apprentice has to has to do like two twenty years of just like moving the legs. I know what you're they, talking yeah. about. Yeah, when they do like fucking kabuki theater kind Japanese of shit, people. but with yeah, Japanese people and their fucking like meticulousness. Yeah, right? man. You, you know you you all watched the Jiro Dreams of Sushi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fucking that one guy. Well, he opened up a very successful sushi restaurant out in Seattle. He was one of his apprentices who was bald. Mm-hmm. He he fucking I don't know what type of emotional suppression like he had with it, but he's over there now. He has a fucking red mohawk. Oh no, and he's like doing his own. He is like one of the most successful. Oh, he's like fuck Jiro. Yeah, no, he's embraced the Western. He had to do like I I'm forgetting the number, but he was. Just just cooking the tamagoyaki, the egg, for like ten years before he was allowed to move yeah, on. That guy. That, oh. That's how much he sucked. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, actually, it should only take you about a year, but you just suck that bad, dude. Oh. <laughs> dude, I always say like, if you have OCD and and you love ASMR shit, go to Japan. <laughs> that's perfect. It's like if you get all of the most um, clean freak OCD, like hardcore, like perfectionists in the world, like. That's a place for you. I feel like each culture fits a personality too. Mm. Mm. Like if you're kind of adventurous and pioneering and you like to start your own shit, then it's like go to America. I think Korean people are Asian people who think they're as clean as Japanese people, but they got Chinese people habits. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what Korean people are to me, dude. They're like the perfect mix between mainland China and Japan. It's funny too because geographically they're They're in the middle too. That makes sense, dude. Even our our like Buddhist architecture is right in the middle. It's like in between Chinese and Japanese. Mm. When I was in Seoul too, I had this, I don't know, it it also feels like uh, there's a lot of American influence in Korea too. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like the military and all that. But then the culture is like, now I feel like it's Chinese, Japanese and very American. Yeah. Like it's very like entrepreneurial, like it's... It, they, I don't know. I think culturally too, Koreans are more open and uh, like able to express themselves and say things like it's like opposite of Japanese. Yeah, like Japanese people are always like politicking. I feel that's what I'm saying. It feels like a, a middle between both, right? Because I know Korean people too. They they definitely care a lot about personal image. Like there's. My my friends now till this day they're still scared of their parents and what they think. Oh yeah, at the mm-hmm. age of like thirty something, they yeah. they still lie. They hide they hide things from their parents. It's I don't like, know any Asian country that's not. <laughs> <laughs> Even Filipinos, man. Yeah. 
Filipinos be break dancing and then they're like, don't break dance. <laughs> don't you dance over here. This is not the place for you to dance, okay? <laughs> you have to be a nurse. I know. Okay, RJ, AJ, RJ. CJ, JR, Ian. They're just lazy. They don't ever want to say their kids' full names and shit. Because <laughs> their full names is probably like long, long as fuck. <laughs> Jason, Ryan, Jacob, <laughs> JRJ. 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 JRJ, come here. <laughs> so we're gonna get into the topic today um every now and then we like to i like to go through dms uh people message the genius brain thing and you know there, there's a sub, couple of stuff that people want to ask and i thought this was very interesting um they said for genius brain do you know of anyone that had to cut off their family for their own sanity and mental health my family's notorious for booting out members <laughs> 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 you fucking get the not, fuck out Not only do we cut out people, people run from us too. It goes both ways, man. No, I think some people, they try too fucking hard to hold on to family. That mm, yeah. is toxic because they're like, nah, man, we're family. We got to fucking do it. But there's just some people that you just got to get rid of, man. Yeah, for me, um, there was, I mean, this is a whole long story. I'm not going to go too much into it. Uh, but there was a point I didn't talk to my dad for a whole year. Uh, so when I was trying to be a stand-up comic and do music and everything else like that, my dad and I did not get along. Number one, there could be a, a numerous reasons for it. And understandably, I understand where he comes from too, because you know, I wasn't that great of a kid. So maybe he was trying to, he was trying to set up a future for me, but I didn't want to follow it. But what, what ended up happening was I would snap at him. He would snap at me. I would snap at him. He would snap at me. And I remember at a certain point I felt so fucking defeated. I just asked my mom, what, what, what am I supposed to do around dad? Like, how do we get along? Because as of right now, I, I feel he hates me and I hate him. She goes, you know what? Just you need to talk to him in a calm manner. Speak to him kindly and just say yes. Just for now, while you live under his house, just say yes. I said, cool. I'm going to try this out. So <laughs> and you got in a fight every 30 seconds. <laughs> so check this shit out. So this is was like my last straw. So I basically, basically what happened was I, I went to Bible study, came back, um, but when I left the Bible study, I, I broke this door. It was like I lived in this in the back in the backyard in this shed area. We call it the shed, but it was actually just a separate house area. That, that's where I lived, and my dad built that. Um, so I was living there, but it was so hot this summer. It was like 110 degrees that the wood kind of warped and it locked me in that in that room. So I had to break out, and so the latch broke. <laughs> the Kool Aid Man. Wait, you lived in the backyard shack. <laughs> yeah, basically we call it the shed, but the shed it wasn't really a shed. It had, yeah. it had AC. It had oh, saw it. Yeah. so it's like a another. It's like house. a pool, pool yeah. house without a house. Yeah, without okay. a pool. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I broke that shit and I went went out and I kind of just left it there. I mean, I had nothing. I mean, what can I do? And it was in the yard and the yard's gated out. So I came back and my dad got home before I did. And he goes, why the hell did you break the door? Blah, blah, blah. What were you thinking? And I was like, okay, dad. And, and he called me and I told him, I was like, hey, I'm really sorry. Uh, I'll explain to you when I get back. But I'm in Bible study right now. So can you just wait? And he just starts screaming at the top of his lungs. And I was just like, dude, the shit that our mom's telling me is not working. You know? And I was like, I'm sorry. I said sorry multiple times. And I said, I'll be back and we'll talk about it. So I come back home. And the first thing he did was like, he called me. He was like, why are you so stupid? Is what he mm. said. And I looked at him. And so years ago, I had a conversation with him. I told him to stop calling me stupid. I was like, if you call me dumb one more time, like I will li literally leave and you will never speak to me ever again. And that's the thing my mom always told him was, was to never call us stupid. And, mm -hmm. he kept, and he called me stupid again. And, yeah. And that shit fucking enraged me. And I was like, that means he's stupid. <laughs> 
because <laughs> he didn't even want to listen. So yeah. he's he's so interesting because like he goes like I remember him yelling. He goes like, "Wow!" He goes, "When you need help, why don't you just call me?" I was like, "Dude, I was locked in that place. The AC was. I would have died. What are you talking about, right?" And I and I remember because I was just trying not to yell, so I was just staying calm because I was trying to take my mom's advice. And so I, you didn't even get to explain that you couldn't get out. I couldn't explain because he was just Dead. like yelling at you. Yeah, and he goes, yeah. he goes, "Why would you do that?" Blah blah. I was like, "Well, the door." And he just kept yelling over me, yelling, 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 and it, it got into this whole fiasco where basically he, it got so confrontational. I actually just fucking shoved past him, and I and I literally our glass door. I fucking like Muay Thai taped that shit, and it fucking collapsed and fell forward. I went to the back, went to, and I grabbed my shit, and I I left. At this age, you're already too big, so he couldn't beat your ass. Yeah, he. I was just too big, but you know, I, I never ever fought back. Oh, so, so it's that, like you would fuck his perimeters yeah. <laughs> you would pass him and punch the wall yeah. Yeah. and he's all like oh motherfucker that's it <laughs> oh you have terrible hand that coordination my face are right here <laughs> you missed me again bitch yeah. so basically what happened like just to keep that long story short i left um we had a, we had a point where i talked to him and i was like hey man like you you were he, i told him he was wrong i was like you were wrong right but he's he, never wrong yeah and my mom knew he was wrong and he was wrong and he couldn't control his temper. He was yelling at me. He called me dumb. And, you know, my mom knew it, too. She was really upset at him. And I How just, do you say stupid in Korea? Well, he called me retarded, basically. Oh. Pyongshin. It's like Pyong- retarded. Oh, Pyongshin. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that. So, oh. yeah, I've heard oh. that. And I'm Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I remember because he was... I. He after I left and I came back, I went to get some more of my stuff. He was just screaming in the room, and I, you know, uh, I, I was outside the, his door, and I was just standing there. And I said to when he finally quieted down, I was like, what I said to him verbatim was, "If you are telling me right now you didn't do anything wrong since the day I was born, you've never messed up once in your life, then you and I can never have a relationship, right?" And then he said, "I've never done a single thing wrong to you." And I, <laughs> that's cool. already wrong by, in, yeah. in the statement. And I remember because there was like a pause. And then he said that. I was like, cool. And I literally grabbed my shit and I left. And I didn't talk to him for a year. My mom was like bawling and whatever. But he just wouldn't admit that he was wrong. Hmm. And then that was like a point where I was like, I can't stubborn talk to him. Stubborn dog. Dude. Yeah, yeah, stubborn. And so. Fuck. Why are pastors so stubborn? Asian, Asian dad pastors are so fucking stubborn, dude. It's like, and he's not like that anymore. It has to do with either his youth or something. It could be just frustration from other stuff relationship yeah. fucking money mm-hmm. definitely yeah raising two fucking crazy ass kids <laughs> well one crazy kid one, one normal yeah, kid yeah. <laughs> he, he that's why your brother's his little angel <laughs> yeah, no. my 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 dad my mom i remember my mom had a conversation with my dad um and i found this after the fact but my mom told me that uh he had a she had a conversation with him where he had this dream where he wanted his family to be in one household because he grew up in a broken household too. Because he, but he broke the household. Does he understand that? So, so my mom would say that she goes, "You should feel bad for your father because he's probably one of the saddest human beings I've ever met." I was like, oh. "What do you mean?" I was like, "Because he grew up in a broken household. His house wasn't that great, right?" Um, but at the same time, because he he doesn't want that to happen, he's trying to keep you guys as close as possible. But because he's doing that, he's pushing you away. So it's he's it's, too thirsty. Yeah, he's a thirsty. He's too girl. thirsty yeah. for family. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, come on. So he's Chill like, out. so it's he says she's it's very sad. Yeah, you know? it's like, pretty sad. He's trying to keep you all together because he wants this family unit. But because he's doing that, he won't let you breathe. So he's pushing you away. Damn. But he wants to hold on to you so hard. So she says, feel bad for him. I was like, I I do feel bad mm. for him. But at the same time. Not when I'm being abused, yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. fuck. you can't call me stupid and expect me to stay around. And yeah. so she talked to him. She goes, you know, you have arguably 
Number one, she goes, You're, if you wanted him to be this Korean, Korean kid, we should have lived in Korea. Mm. Why did you move us here? She goes, that was your choice. You chose to raise a Korean American kid. If you wanted a Korean, Korean kid where you live in this household and this generational family stuff, then we should have stayed in Korea. So you have to live with that choice. So David's an American kid. What did you want? Damn. My and, mom said damn. the same shit, dude. Your mom's smart. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so she, she, and I think that kind of hit my dad a little bit. He goes, oh, David, he's not going to be the kid that I want him to be. I was like, of course not. Like, what did you think? And and so at, at that point, he even apologized after a year. You know how I came back into the house? Mm. He calls me up. He goes, I have a new puppy. You want, you want to come That's see how you apologize? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's that little black and white chihuahua that you can't saw. say sorry. Yeah. Dad's man. Yeah. So I went to go see the puppy and we played with the puppy. And then he was just like, you should probably just move back in. You should probably. <laughs> it's still got to be an advice and shit. Yeah. He goes, you should. He goes, Why don't you oh my move God. back in? I cleaned up the shed. It's nice. Like You can just move back in there. And I was like. Is he saying sorry or is I was like, all right, it's baby steps, baby steps, yeah. you know. Would it be, are you past the point of like asking your father like how it was for him? Because your mom had to explain to you what it was for your father for him to open up that conversation to. It might be a little overwhelming, but I mean. Oh, I know what it was like because we had a. I I mentioned this before where we had a huge fight where he actually opened up and told hmm. me uh, it was our last fight ever. It was like four years ago, so he. Our last fight, he basically opened up and said, you know what? Like, you want this. She goes, I want to have a relationship with you. Like, the way you think. He said that? Yeah, because I told him. I told him. I was like, what's your. Basically, we got into this thing where I told him, like, why can't you just talk to me like a person? I was like, I call our mom two, three times a week because we just talk. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just doing this shit. Blah, blah, blah. We joke around. You know, every time you call me, it's what are you doing? Are you doing this right? Are you doing this wrong? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why can't you just talk to me like a person? You're the one who wants to be close to me, but I haven't had a conversation with you ever. Right? And he just goes, you goes, you know why I can't do that? Because my parents didn't talk to me like that. My mom didn't. Your well, your grandma, your grandpa didn't talk to me like that. I didn't talk to them like that. I had to grow up. I had to take care of them. Mm-hmm. So for me, this is how I communicate. This is the only way I know how to. So he's like, you're trying to change me. You keep trying to change me and making me into this new guy, but I can't. This is how I am. So I'm at this point, I'm 60 years old. Who are you trying to change? He goes, you should be at the point where you're trying to understand me and change for me. And I was like, mm. oh, oh shit, you know? Mm. And I was like, you should understand this is how I communicate. So how come you can't work, do, do the same thing back for me? And I was like, oh shit, he kind of got my ass there. Mm. And so now I just, you know, <laughs> I was like, motherfucker said, ta, 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 check me, bitch. And I was like, oh shit. And I kind of was like, Oh, I get hmm. it now. But know? it's cool because he's kind of admitting to fall. Like, fuck, it's hard, man. Yeah. I've been talking to people like like a fucking leader. Yeah. So what did you expect out yeah. of me? And That's him just saying, I'm concerned for you. Yeah. Right? He's like, hey, little bitch, how come you fucking post this? Yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so funny. He goes, so you know that YouTube video? Mm, you don't think you're uploading enough? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm getting like annoyed. He's like, you know. I just- but that's his way of saying like, oh, is everything all right? Because you're not posting. And yeah. Are you making enough money? Yeah. Do you need help? That's like my mom too. She, We have a rule. I made a rule with her. I was like, you are not allowed to ask me about YouTube stuff <laughs> because you don't know it and I don't know how to explain it to you. So stop asking, right? But without fail, two minutes later, you should probably post a video right now. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going to fucking kill you, lady. Like I'm going to fucking, I'm going to destroy I'll have it. one for you. Yeah. And we transfer it over. Oh my God. Yeah. That's so fucking that's, funny. That's like the only, I mean, there's others too, but that's like the main time I had to like cut my dad out and yeah. come back. That's really amazing that your father. But you didn't really, yeah. you took a break. 
Yeah, break. You didn't really cut them out. No, I I've tr- I don't know if I'll be able to cut cut family out. Like I'm not like that though. Well, you don't have shitty family. Yeah, I mean they ha- they would have to do some some fucking terrible yeah. shit. You like know? I okay, I had in laws that we no w- w- well a lot of my cousins just don't allow back into the family anymore because mm. um rapist. Shit. Oh, that's pretty bad. But uh, no, nah, we don't have any of that. But so he 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 told us on a podcast about his uncle who has a little bit of issues with that type of shit. What? Yeah, yeah. but keep going. Oh, 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 okay. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> we'll I want to get to that. But, oh, man. but anyways, oh, uh, man. <laughs> hello everybody. This podcast is brought to you by Audible. Listen up, Amazon Prime members. For a limited time, you can start an Audible membership and save 66% on your first three months, a total of $30 off. That's like getting three months for the price of one, and I know you love deals. You'll pay just $4.95 per month for the first three months. After that, it's only $14.95 per month. The offer is valid from July 1st all the way through July 31st, 2019. Now, Audible members get a credit every month good for any audiobook in our store, regardless of price, and two Audible originals. Unused credits do roll over. Now, if you don't like an audiobook, exchange it for free. Plus, your audiobooks are yours to keep forever, even if you cancel. There are no commitments. You can cancel any time. Now, for me, one of the audiobooks that I'm listening to is Rich Dad Poor Dad. Rich Dad Poor Dad teaches you about financial, financial, financial literacy. And on top of that, it teaches you how to invest your money and invest your money into proper things. Now for me, if you guys are wondering if I have listened to this before, of course I have, my friends. You guys already know I've invested my money into a lot of these businesses that have worked out well and have been uh, working great for me and actually started with this audiobook. It's pretty awesome, guys. So on top of that, audiobooks and Audible Originals, members get access to audio guided fitness and meditation programs. So visit audible.com slash GB or text GB to 500-500 to get started today. Visit audible.com slash GB or text GB to 500-500 to get started today, my friends. Get at it. You'll love it. And listen to those lovely audio books. There's multiple, like, I think multiple things happened in my family. Like, we had a very toxic, abusive family, and people were, like, talking shit behind each other's backs and all this stuff, right? And then um, we found the root of the problem. What was happening is a couple of our in-laws, there was this one in-law. Okay, so um, my cousin's married to this, to her husband. He's not our blood, right? And then his older brother married this girl who's problematic and she caused she stirred up shit at the church she's just one of those people that are constantly conspiring finding shit about other people um being like frenemies or best friends with women Mm -hmm. and then like getting all this shit and then it's almost like high school just never left this bitch and it went she's just cersei right And then so once we found that out, because sometimes a lot of my cousins, they're like very, very, um, what's the word? Like they're, they're the type of people that are like, if something's going on with you, I got your fucking back. I'll, I'll, I'll stop whatever I'm doing and talk and listen to your shit for five hours. Yeah. Comes to find out that some, a lot of the stuff was just bullshit and it's to get into their good side so they could get trust. 
And then she would go out and spread all this shit at church and like all kinds of crazy stuff. And we're like, what the fuck? Like we never had anything this bad in our family. The worst that we had was physical violence. Yeah. And, and, and so, but this conspiring rumor shit was like, we got to kick, we got to stop this. So then they, they, they basically told them, you're not allowed to come to any of our gatherings and we don't want to see you. Oh shit. And our family started to get better. And then that was like, okay, it's a purge, homie. Like we got to get out all this shit. <laughs> and then what's cool about it is like, it's a purge, homie. It's game over. There homie. were so many interventions the the next coming years that it was like, what's awesome is that we gave everybody, well, I was a kid back then, but they gave everybody an opportunity to change yeah, and to talk huh. and to, and to be vulnerable with each other and be open with each other and all this stuff. Right. And then it came down to my uncle and your uncle sounds very similar to your dad. Yeah. Horrible childhood, never fucking wrong pastor. So yeah. he's got a lot of power. Uh, he talks at you, doesn't talk with you, mm-hmm. all kinds of shit. But this fool is a violent motherfucker. He beat all of us up. He beat me up like harder than my own dad. Right. And they confronted him and they said, if you are a stubborn dog and you keep like being aggressive, I don't want that energy around my kids. And they threatened him like, I'll never let you see my kids. Yeah. And then so he had to just bite his fucking tongue and start talking and listening and changing. He's still a stubborn piece of shit. But better. But he's not aggressive anymore. Yeah. He's very loving. And um, yeah, that's good. Yeah. But also everyone grew up. So he couldn't, he couldn't beat anybody anymore. Oh yeah. 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 That's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. So, but that, that, and then so like after that, I think a lot of great shit happened to the family. We had a long stretch of time of awesomeness. And then recently, you know, shit went down. Like some of my cousins, um, up and left and, and, and there was, uh, fucking cheating and all kinds of shit. And I'm like, man. It's so crazy because I thought we were living this dream family. Like, we just got over the crazy shit. Yeah. And we're living this fucking awesome life together. And every year we would have family, like, gatherings at uh, fucking, um, what's that? Snow Summit? Not not Snow Summit. Big uh, Bear? No, it's in up north. Everyone goes there. Oh, mammoth, mammoth. Yeah, mammoth, mammoth. So we would rent out a fucking cabin, right? And the whole family would go there. We'd go fishing. We would just spend like oh, shit, that's four dope. days just talking about everything, catching wow. up. Um, and then I, I fucking miss that shit, man. But, you know, we don't get to do those anymore because some shit got stirred up with divorces and stuff. Mm. So people were were not able to maintain their relationships because they were also not being – they're being vulnerable individually. Yeah. But – not with their relationship yeah so man it just keeps fucking up but the cool thing is we got rid of a lot of that crazy toxic shit yeah so this now i think it's just normal drama like normal like people it, yeah just really bickering and shit yeah, yeah 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 but there's no conspiring and lies and fucking crazy shit because i know i mean i don't know for this girl like what was going on in her life um but for sure it's hard to like cut out family, right? Because everybody says blood is thicker than water. You know? Not if they're molesting you. <laughs> no, that's that's a t-shirt. <laughs> blood is thicker than water, not but not if they're molesting you. Oh, Jesus, it's, it's hard, man. Like we 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 always want like you even hear stories about kids who were like you know sexually assaulted by their their parents, right? Mm. And in their mind, because their parents, they they still can't break that mold of this person's a villain. 
They just, oh, it's hard, man. Yeah, they think that they're doing something wrong by not allowing them to touch them or something. And, you know, I keep reading these accounts. I didn't even hear it from certain people. They go, they keep looking at themselves like, oh, am I doing something wrong? Yeah. Maybe something's wrong with me. <clears throat> but when you, like in your case, when you guys literally cut that poison out, it everything started getting better. It was awesome, dude. But I know that the, the bond with family is so strong no matter how fucking shitty the parent is because one of my best friends like his dad was a wife beating fucking alcoholic like this mm-hmm. motherfucker I, I i was scared to sleep over his house because my dad never he was violent toward this uh, us but uh not to this extent yeah to him to his wife like it was psycho level it was scary so i was i was sleeping over and then this was smoking inside the house with kids around like mm-hmm. yelling fucking yelling at his wife and i started fucking shivering in my bed oh, and then shit. that fool came in reeking of alcohol and he started petting me and he's like sorry did i scare you did i scare you and his wife comes in he's like let him sleep and then he's and then she's crying and mm-hmm. shit and he goes down to my um buddy's bed and then he fucking goes in and spoons him and he goes i'm sorry baby did i did i scare you and he's petting his head just drunk as fuck St- the whole room smelled like fucking alcohol and cigarettes. That's fucking crazy, And then oh, in the middle of him doing that, and his wife is just, let him sleep, just let him sleep. And he goes, shut the fuck up. And he oh. gets up and he smacks her and shit. I was like, fuck, dude. Can I scare you? He's like, yeah. yeah, you keep smacking the lady. Oh, man. And then it's just fucking weird, man. Like, he would just go fucking nuts out of nowhere like i remember one time we were going to sea world and he bought us all burgers and I, in the backseat i was like damn that shit was this is good right and then my friend's like yeah man i haven't had a burger this good it's way better than mcdonald's and then he was like shut the fuck up it's just a fucking hamburger <laughs> damn <laughs> yeah and i was we i we just we just fucking looked at each other like shit. holy shit dude wow what a beautiful day it's just life Shut the fuck, fuck up. up. Yeah, he goes, how much are you going to fucking talk about how good the fucking hamburger is? It's just a fucking hamburger. Oh, my. He said all this in Japanese. Oh, and then my the God. funny thing is this was not even Japanese. He's <laughs> he's Chinese. And I've never met such an angry. I thought all Japanese dads were angry as fuck like this because it's normal in, in, well, in our culture. Well, how this fucking junkie motherfucker know how to speak Japanese? He grew up in Japan. Oh, he was, shit. I think he got picked on a lot. Oh. He was Chinese, but grew up in Japan. But, um, yeah, so so... Okay, despite all of this, right? I knew this guy was a horrible motherfucker. Yeah. He he cheats on his wife, all this crazy shit, right? And his wife is just so accommodating and she just she's mm. just the punching bag and I love his mom to death. Then this fool dies early cuz, you know, from he gets lung cancer pneumonia, he just gets sick and he dies like really early, man, like late 50s or some mm. shit like that. We go to his funeral and my friend is just bawling. Like he's just he can't contain himself. He's crying like yeah. crazy. And I'm just like, damn, dude, that's nuts. Because uh, I would have been, like, happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's crazy. Because I don't think I'd cry for my father the way that he cried for his dad. Yeah. So there maybe there was a lot of great things that was going on that I didn't see. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I feel, too, you know, when that happens, people just recollect all the good stuff. Yeah, you yeah, know? exactly. All the bad stuff at that moment isn't there, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah, it goes back to, like, uh, just that, that just reminds me of the funeral, like, um... Because talking about the toxic pool, like your your family's not going through anymore. Like it's just yeah. like the normal drama. But like I in my stage right now, I am in the thick of that toxicity. Oh, fuck. You know. So let's talk about that, man. <laughs> do, we, do we have forty days to talk about? Yeah, it's it? way crazy. too much. Have you guys already talked about a lot a of it. Bit. No, not on this. Oh, shit. Shit. Like like on just 
you know, we've lived together for like six, seven years. Well, I am a curious motherfucking Joe, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you even begin? (laughs) I can't. I'm I'm getting mentally constipated just thinking about it. But just like going back to your friend, just grieving. It reminds me of like me trying to um, accept the relationship that I have with my father now, who's alive, you know. But I'm grieving. My therapist was like, "You're going through the stages of grief." Yeah. Because you set these expectations and yeah. now you're finally in the stage of acceptance, realizing that you'll never have that father that you've always, always wanted. So you're at the point where you realize your dad was a fucking loser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I had that. I yeah. That's one of the hardest things to do. dude. Yeah. When you realize how fucking dumb and like mm-hmm. sad it, it's it's almost pathetic, right? Because then we grow up thinking that our fathers or Super, parents are yeah, just the mountains, and like, they're like, "Man, my daddy does this. My right. daddy could beat up your daddy, right?" Oh, you know, man. like <laughs> yeah, I see my dad literally pull yeah. this guy at the liquor store over the counter because he, this guy kept telling me to say "fuck you" in Vietnamese, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like five or six, and and you want to be that guy that's like, "Man, I can't, I, man, I'm a fucking." product of this dude i came from his nut you know like this guy's dope right and um but once you realize what a fucking loser they are you're like oh man that's a piece of me man like oh that sucks yeah such a mindfuck because like it's it's he wasn't like a total deadbeat like if i fell out the tree and he had stitches i paged him he was there you know if i need to go to practice he was there always always there but then like the emotional his emotional intelligence was just like so yeah bad the next stages, though, is sympathy, empathy, because nobody is 100 percent conscious of what they're doing mm-hmm. and in control of what they're doing. Right. So the intention, man, they're just living on autopilot, dude. Mm-hmm. And then when you hear his story, I think this is this is what gave me comfort is when I realized if my parents do better than their parents as parents, then they did a good job. Yeah, we're mm. just like a better iteration every yep. generation. Yeah. We can't compare to other people because other people have have a different, different race, right? different yeah. pace. You know, like mm-hmm. so. If my my dad never really had parents, so you know, for him, he's never really had family because as soon as he was born, um, you know, his his mom died giving birth to him, so he never had a legit mother, and then immediately, uh, so his dad was a company executive, so which is my grandpa. And he was busy with work and he had 13 siblings. So um, at that point, he had to remarry for like, you know, everyone had to be married back then because, you know, it's like you have to look up. We have to keep up with appearances and all this shit. But the person that my grandpa remarried already came with three children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so all throughout life, like he never really had the warmth and the love from anybody. And then he was being paid by you know how like rich chinese kids today like they they get uh sent by their parents to america yeah and then they get passed around to different homes that take mm. care of them that was essentially what my dad went through mm. so when i look back and i'm like you know what i still had a fucking dope ass childhood and he tried his best because i think he he finally had a family mm-hmm. and i'm like that was fucking cool so when i look when i look at that situation i'm like all right cool even though you're a fuckhead uh <laughs> hey man you had it worse than me right. and then you didn't make it worse for me right so yeah, yeah he could have made it worse for me just but bounced yeah 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 it's 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 interesting because yeah that's true though because i think like for my grandpa too like i don't i don't actually know too much about my grandpa but my mom knows the most about him and everything that she said about him i mean albeit he had i mean the guy lived till he was like 90 something years old but 
<clears throat> so he must have been doing something right for somebody to keep him alive that long. But he he typical Asian story gambled all his money away yeah. or some shit. You know what I mean? Like my dad was doing really well, lost all of his money. They went really fucking poor, and mm. so my mom was telling me that. And I always have to find out things through my dad about my what through my mom. But my mom says like she he is always trying to make sure that we don't have the bad traits that my grandpa had. And so that's why he, I think he was so hard on mm. me specifically because he would see a lot of similarities that he saw in his dad and me. Yeah. You know, so he would always try. He would make him mad. He's like, you're funny and my grandpa's funny. <laughs> I was like, God is just <laughs> fucking funny. Just trying to be all just floating around, you know. But he, he always, the weird thing is my dad thought that I always trusted people too much because I because that's how my grandpa lost all of his money. But your dad trusted people too much. Exactly. So, so, he's, so what the fuck is he saying? dude? People, I think we always do this, too, where we we're, we're, we always project a lot. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So, you know, I always say the, the qualities that I hate in somebody else are the same qualities I hate in myself. Yeah. You know, huh. so when I see somebody do something, it's not even when I give advice, it's not like I'm giving you advice. I'm giving advice to myself first. It's like, damn, don't do that because I know what it's like. I know I've done that shit. Mm-hmm. I've done it so many fucking times. Like I've definitely got burned quite a few times. Now I make sure that I try not to. I keep my circle very small, and which is something my dad told me since, the, since day one. But I had to get burned to learn that shit. I think we all do, though. Yeah, totally. You know, you can't go through our life without dodging any pain yeah so like if if this person is is talking about like oh should i get rid of family it depends i always say it depends on how much it affects you yeah because like it might not be as extreme as like you're getting fucking molested by this person which obviously everybody should leave but it could be as simple as like oh my aunt always criticizes my career choice right some people are very sensitive and then if they go to family gatherings they're like, man, I never want to talk to my aunt again because she. Every time I see her, she she she's always like, fucking bitching about you know me becoming a psychologist or some shit like that. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, but that's not that. That's to me, it's not worth cutting a relationship over that. But for some people, it is because yeah. it, it 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 like it's so much like they're so sensitive to her that. Whatever negative shit that the aunt says, they're thinking about it for a whole week so that they can't do anything. I feel like if that's if that's one of the cases, I'm not for, for this person or anybody else, then you feel like you have to cut that person out. That's actually a more of an internal change that you could do. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you learning mm-hmm. um, how to have a thicker skin and understanding how to not internalize what people's opinions are or whatever, yeah. you know, like and that's a to me, I see it as a as a, a as a learning opportunity. So yeah, it might be hard, but that's almost like running from everybody that gives you a hard time. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of um, personal responsibility that it takes to to really do that too. So I know for a uh, uh, for a fact, I think a lot of college, specifically Asian Asian students, I don't know if if it's because of media or whatever, but there's like this trend of like fucking Asian parents always trying to make me do this. It's like, well, my my other pr- flipping perspective to that is like, I know. That a lot of Asian kids get financial support from their parents. Yeah. Which a lot of I know a lot of kids who aren't Asian don't get they that. They don't. Mm-hmm. When they're 18, they're grown up and they have to move the fuck on. Yeah. Yep. So for me, it's like you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't say, mommy and daddy, pay for my college, pay for my food, my clothes, my car, everything, but let me live my life the way I want. Mm-hmm. They're not your Santa Claus. Nope. So you if you if you want to live the way you want to live, but still take everything, but give nothing back to them, how is that fair for them? 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I know it's still fucked up that they want to control your destiny, but you're wanting to have your own destiny while with, with this free ride. So you have to make that choice. You could technically go to college, find your ways, get financial aid, do everything else, you know, fig- and get a job while you go to school like other people do. But you don't want to do that. Yeah. But you just want to sit there and say, oh, my parents won't let me do this. No, you can't. You just have to stop taking their money. money. Yeah. You know, and those are choices. Yeah. It's not an ultimatum. You could make it happen. It'll be a harder road. And sometimes you gotta cut off your parents temporarily yeah. if you wanna mm-hmm. if you wanna make your own decisions in life. Yeah, and it because you gotta cut them off, and you gotta cut up, you gotta cut off that paycheck too. Yeah, you gotta cut everything off because we know um, Cassie. Yeah, she did this. Yeah, Lagalatis. Yeah, she. You know, her parents were very against her doing what she wanted to do in life, so she had to go out and just like cut out that type of energy and go out there and try to make it on her own and she did amazingly well yeah but then she came back and then you know remedied relationships or 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 basically she's in contact with them again right yeah. like but like i think that's it, it it i think it's what do you mean by cutting off because when i say cut people off we're done yeah they don't exist yeah they're dead to me yeah but i do take breaks from people because sometimes i need to s- take a break to to mm-hmm. think like is it me like is it yeah. me that's not strong enough or i'm not looking at it the right way yeah but i can't think when they're pissing me off mm. so that's a good point yeah, yeah. so they take a break and i i would always say like look at a person and see their core traits and it, try to look at it with a clean mind because it's easy to see them as evil when they're hurting your feelings yeah i think breaks are something that help a lot of people out too because sometimes it's not even that person's doing anything wrong you yeah, need to yeah. Be by your fucking self yeah and then and then you can't think when your head's clouded yeah. with anger it's like that pressure cooker yeah like, you think oh this person's trying to fucking be shady to me this person's trying to bring me down yeah or whatever but for most in most cases people are saying shit because they're concerned but they don't know how to say it right yeah it just mm-hmm. kind of comes off the wrong way yeah because they don't want to say i'm worried for you because it makes them sound like a little bitch Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially Asian aunties. Oh yeah, <laughs> but you know they're hella worried. They're, they were like, "Are you paying your rent on time? Are you okay?" You know, but they're just like, "You're not a doctor yet." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's hard, man. I yeah, I don't. Yeah, that whole cutting off thing is a very hard thing for me because I I don't know if I've ever I don't know who I've ever really just cut off completely that I've known. I always say look at the core traits because if this motherfucker is just habitually evil. Because there's people that get pleasure out of destroying other people because they're unhappy. Mm. So they need to make other people like they need to conspire up drama and see other people get fucked up. They instigate and do all that shit. That's the kind of evil that existed in my family that we had to kick out. Yeah. Because that kind of shit is very toxic and you can't you can't help those people. Yeah. I think it's just I think personality like personal personality kind of like for me too. if somebody is like that. I'm probably going to talk to them. <laughs> like, yeah, like, well, you give them a chance. Yeah. Like, but if it's repetitive, yeah, you like, gotta, I'll, I'll yeah, joke around yeah. at first, let it go. And then after a while, I'll take them to the side and like, what's your problem? You know, yeah. like, uh-huh. you should really stop doing that. Like, it, it makes me feel this way. Either that or you're being a fucking asshole. You need to cut that shit out. And, you know, usually, usually what happens, and, you know, when I have done it, people, they tend to backpedal. They go, oh, no, 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 no. That's not what I meant. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh, oh, that's not what I was trying They're to like, say. They're like, I got caught. I got to re- redo my <laughs> yes. game. Yeah. yeah. And then normally, I got to reassess my game now. Normally, it just never happens again because they, they're not, they don't want that conversation. Around you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you'll break some shit around. Them. <laughs> I just make it very uncomfortable, you know, because 
uh, I talked about this guy who every time I went back to Sacramento, he would make this big, oh, here comes Mr. Hollywood. And I had to take him to the side. Like, what the fuck's your problem, man? <laughs> like, why the fuck do you always have to do that shit? I was like, when you got a new jealous. job. Yeah, I was like, when yeah. you got a new job, I just congratulated you and I left it at that. Every time I come back, you got to say some shit. So what the fuck's your problem? Yeah. Hasn't said it since. I haven't talked to him since. Right. I mean, I, I wouldn't tell him. I didn't cut him out. He cut himself out. <laughs> yeah. Know? So it's shit. same yeah. thing with yeah. my family. It's like we either cut people out or they run on their own. Yeah. Because of that, I think everyone gets a chance. Because I, I have this philosophy of like, you got to give people the opportunity to change. Yeah. So you can't just cut them off and write them off as if they're always going to be this piece of shit. Because yeah. I never told I never told them like, hey, what the fuck? Right. Yeah. And um, here's an opportunity to talk it out or maybe I got it wrong. Yeah. But then if they sit there like a coward and be like, no, 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 it's cool. It's cool. And then they never see me again. Yeah. I know what what happened. That's, yeah. yeah. They're like, mm-hmm. okay, I fucked. They got caught and they're ashamed. Did you ever cut anybody out? Me? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm like in this. Actually, you just asked. You like, that was actually my question that I sent in. So that's why. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> wait, 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 I, wait, wait. So. Your uncle's a rapist? No, uh, it's very much like, it's just now that, you know, just going over 30 years old and like after my grandma passed away, I realized this image of my family wasn't what it was, Yeah, you know, this, you know, and so like the lives were, was the glue that kept this family together. And so like, I'm melting that glue and realizing how fucked up everything was and like learning Mm. about people. And then at the same time, I'm learning about that and my father's learning about that. Oh, your dad didn't know. Well, my dad, I mean, he knew, but he's like, now that the, my, my grandma's gone, it's yeah. like this whole new responsibility for him. Yeah. She and was so, the veil. She yeah, she was the veil. She kept yeah. together. She was like, the you know, just don't cause any, it's just like, just keep your mouth shut and let's just keep doing this as long as we can. And then the kids always find out later right. when, cause you know, the, all the adults probably all know. And then the kids, yeah, yeah. Right. And so like, um, just what my, my uncle, uh, he's just a registered sex offender, just a registered sex offender. No, he <laughs> is a registered sex offender, but, um, it's just like, it's just, it's weird protection because also I think I mentioned the other podcast that my, he's still trying to be protected. They're still trying to protect this image. They can't treat him like the Catholic Church, man. Yeah, it's, that's, what, keep, that's what it feels yeah. like. That's what exactly what it feels like. He's got like. a hot ass daughter. Keep him, keep keep her away, or a hot ass son. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so yeah, that's 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 what's what's going on currently right now. I, I mean, mean, it's not like oh my god, he's the devil. There's a lot of fucking sex offenders, mm-hmm. and it depends on what the degree. T- right, right. Yeah, like is he kidnapping women and fucking raping and killing them? No, like I don't know. Like or or or, or did he just like do something? Stupid. Date a seventeen-year-old girl. Yeah, I mean, there's mm. different levels to it. So, but also, it's just about like, if the family knows, then they know, they can also help him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of like ostracize him. Yeah, it's like a weird and because when you say you don't have to cut the person off, but to take a break so you can assess it and see how that person serves you and that energy that you need yeah. currently, because you're in your own shit too. Yeah. With your other responsibilities in your family, whatever. So I'm just trying, I'm like, think, I mean, listening and thinking about what my father and my auntie are doing now to address this new situation now that the patriarch is gone. Yeah. And I'm the son looking at my father. Yeah. Who's now the 17 year old, 18 year old. I see him as. The, is he the oldest? He's the youngest. My dad. How come the youngest doesn't take over? I mean, the oldest. Uh, he's the, he's the, uh, the registered sex offender, but he's also drug addict oh so he's not like the the oldest yeah yeah yeah. i I think the the sad part about it is that how 
how shitty is it for your grandma that at that age she still had to hold everything together? There's a certain point right. in age where you where she's supposed to pass that torch. They have right. to, yeah. The kids are supposed right. to take over yeah. the, the adult responsibilities and allow their parents to finally relax. Relax, right. Yeah. Because yeah, they did all that work. But the, your but your grandma still at you know, to the day she passed, she still had to keep the peace and like right. try to keep everybody together. Right. And that should have passed on to the children and they should have been able to allow her to relax. And it makes me think about how lonely did she feel? I mean, she had three other siblings, but it just made me analyze it and so much curious and like regretful that I didn't ask my grandma about it. It's just like how alone in it did she yeah. feel that the uh, being lonely made her force her to distract herself with just keeping it as tight as possible yeah. because oh, she was yeah, divorced. Cause, right. Cause my, my grandpa cheated and left to Louisiana yeah. and started a new family. So my grandma was by herself in this house. It was just a church and that in her house. Is and it uh, a dad's side or mom's side? Dad's side. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's true because you're so sad. You rather have toxic people around you because you're so lonely. And you're talking about and you're in the vet, like you're in Victorville, like yeah. Barstow. Oh, there's nobody there. <laughs> exactly. So it's like no offense, but yeah, yeah. there's no one out there. You want to make tumbleweeds and shit. Yeah, you want to make friends with cactus and a roll runner. Or, <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's, no there's a lot of roll runners yeah, out we there. We were playing ball the other day, and there's this kid. <laughs> <laughs> there's this kid. You know, this little oddball kid, right? playing ball this was like in his jeans he had like the fucking pippins on and shit yeah it was hot <laughs> he's just a little odd kid and we play basketball and the way he shoots this fool would lock his knees and just never use anything but his arms and just launch that shit yeah <laughs> what you call this fool? <laughs> i can't say it yeah, you can oh yeah i can uh i can't say it <laughs> i was like i was like man bro where you from man he was like oh uh what do you say where was he from like Lancaster or like Palm, Palmdale? Palmdale. Palmdale, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm from Palmdale. I was like, oh, man, I knew. I knew you were them desert Negroes. <laughs> <laughs> them shoes and them jeans and that polo that and vibe? that jump shot. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, this could. So we allowed this kid to come play ball with us, yeah. right? Because we were just shooting around. I missed my shot. He goes, whack. I'm like, I don't That's even know him. First thing out of his mouth. Whack. Yeah. Whack. Yeah. I was like, I'll slap the shit out of you, kid. What's wrong with you? But then he also was like, who's your top to, like five <laughs> players, right? This kid's 17. He's like, first off the bat, Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. <laughs> what? I, I was like, yo, is this guy like 40 years old? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we don't know his age. He's like, oh, I got to go. First off the bat, Larry Bird. Yeah, yeah. I got to do that. I got to go Kareem, man. I was like, what the fuck? Like, how old are you, dude? Yeah. That's just fucking crazy. Yeah. A seventeen-year-old kid would say Magic Johnson, Kareem. Like that's so odd. And I was like, "Have you watched him play?" He's like, "I saw highlights." <laughs> that's fucking <laughs> wow. crazy, dude. But yeah, <laughs> why is he trapped in the fucking past? I don't know. Uh, that no. he never even went through. Yeah, Lancaster. He just watches everything on VHS tapes. Or Damn. Some shit. Yeah, that shit was so fucking funny, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Well, that time is up on that one, man. So what's that? Yeah. Time is up. Uh, yeah, guys, uh, that concludes this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. Uh, I hope that helped you out. If you, you know, whoever asked that Get question. Get rid of everybody. Be alone. <laughs> just <laughs> slice, slice, so, slice. Just slice her. She can slice her. She can slice her. People are fucking troublesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> just be alone, dude. Just be alone. Figure shit out. Yeah. But you guys could catch us on iTunes, the iTunes podcast. Uh, that's not even what it's called, is it? ITunes. Apple Podcast, fucking bitch. Apple is Podcasts. It? Oh, okay. is it? It's okay. on iTunes. It's on iTunes, right? Give us that five star. If Spotify. You on Spotify. Spotify. Uh, make sure that you guys share these podcasts if these help you out. Remember, these are just conversations. This is nothing like, I don't know, saying 
fucking very specific, I guess. We just kind of just shoot our shit. Yeah, yeah, just shit that we realized and things that worked out for us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So once again, like I mentioned this before, um, this is not direct advice. Where nobody's really giving you like legit advice. These are just thoughts. Yeah. You can take it or leave we it. We just don't, want to support you on your journey. Yeah. 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 Don't if you, if you don't vibe with it, don't get mad about it. Just state why you think it's you have a different opinion and then move on. It's too, life's too short to be angry. Don't be yeah. me. All right, <laughs> All right y'all. Uh, what can what can they find you, Khalif? Uh, me, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Khalif Boyd. Well, that's it. Shit. All right, y'all. See y'all next time. Yeah, Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Peace. Bye.